0: Welcome back, everyone. Hello. Hello.
1: <laughs> On behalf of our entire flight crew, thanks for soaring with us.
2: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Disney Brit Bite Size. Thank you for joining us. You'll notice this is the uh, kind of Disney Brit running team music in the background. That's because this evening we're going to be talking all about the Disneyland Paris Half Marathon and our goods, bads, and ugliest from everything that's going on. But we've got a slightly different setup to the team this evening. Because joining us as always is Katie. Hello, Katie.
0: Hello. Oh, you are there?
2: There's welcome back from delay. Disneyland Paris. Yeah, welcome back from Disneyland Paris. How, how, well, I've been back a lot longer than you.
3: I've only been back since Friday. Yeah,
2: so you've been back like two days. And I've been back nearly a week. In fact, yeah. Uh, This time a week ago, I was kind of just about coming through the front door. And um, we've got no Gareth this evening. He's got a full-on cold. And we've got no John because he's currently tearing up Berlin. And Susan is on her way. She was delayed. So... We thought, like, who who was the, the idiot that dragged us into this Disneyland Pathfinder thing in the first place? And we thought, well, as we're talking about the aftermath of it all, we need to drag him back onto the show. So good evening, Alan. Hello, my British shams. How are you doing? <laughs> what? What, what accent's that? I have no idea, but I'm pretty certain it's not one we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> How are you? I'm uh, pretty good, actually. Not doing too bad. Not too bad at all. We've missed you. It's so nice to have you back. Um, so, oh, well, thank you for inviting me. Uh, this evening, we're going to be talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly of the Disneyland Paris Half Marathon weekend. Uh, obviously, Katie's going to extend us a little bit because she's got um, a week's worth of, uh, of trip. But uh, rather than kind of doing a good, bad, ugly of Disneyland Paris and then one at the half marathon, we've kind of thrown everything together in one big bag. And we're gonna sort of do that for our bite-sized episode this week. So uh, let's start off with our good then. And Katie, do you want to start us off with our uh, with our good uh, good for Disneyland Paris? And we'll see if I've got any that are similar or different or whatever, and we'll go from there.
3: Yeah, of course. So I think I think the first thing to say is that I've got way, way, way more goods than I've got bad Well, sort that's of good.
2: Meat. That's a good. That
3: was great. So I think my number one absolutely great thing for both the marathon and the rest of the holiday was the cast members. They were okay. really on top form. I think they were they were brilliant on the race. We had like loads of interactions from them. They were along the the side of the the race course. And yeah. They were cheering everyone on, and they were they were just brilliant. And we we chatted to loads of them. We've made friends with some of them through the week. Um, who've now added us on Facebook and stuff. Oh wow! So oh, I think I just really noticed a difference this trip from previous trips. I thought that the cast members had really like upped their game, um, and yeah, they kind of pulled out all the stops. I don't know if it was to impress all the Americans that were there, or I'm not sure, but it was great, and we, like we love talking to them.
2: So you got I've got cast members on my list as well as a good, um, more so I think for during the half marathon. Um, One of the things I loved about uh, the cast members as we went through the parks is their enthusiasm and some of the inventive ways they've come up with um, sort of uh, cheering you on. So there's two examples as we went through Disney Studios that I remember, because obviously I'm doing half marathon rather than the 5k, I'm not quite sure whether you got the same experience, Katie. Um, But that was that um, as we went past uh, Crush's Coaster, there's a lot of cast members Yuck. with a massive sign that just said just keep running on the side of it yeah uh, that was, was one cool. of my favorite ones they bit. did
3: that on the 5k now, I don't as know whether well the, and that was one of my favorite
2: over in cars whether you had the cars one they'd got lightning mcqueen's phrase up which was uh, faster than fast quicker than quick I know, uh, I didn't see that one. So I saw the one fast...
3: outside Chris's coaster and they were singing as well. So oh, okay. they were kind of like chanting, just keep
2: running, just keep running. So we had fast the fast and quick on the right. And as you went past that, you then had just keep running on the left from all the cast members on that side as well. And the other thing we kept doing as well, which of course we, you always do when you're doing a half marathon, is we used to go, we'd go the long way round, So we could like high five the cast members as you run past them all. Mm-hmm. I, re- I did that as we got down to yeah. Ratatouille and then suddenly realizing i have got 13 miles to do. Uh, probably taking the longest route around some of these places was probably not the wisest idea but hey it was all good but i think yeah certainly the cast members as you went through the first half of the resort the first sort of six seven k etc uh was, was really really good alan yeah. your experience with cast members because i know you were slightly in front of us so intrigued to sort of hear what the difference was with you
1: i've i've got to say that during the run the cast members were absolutely spot on and um, they were full of enthusiasm they were sort of you on um, I remember running down towards uh, the Disneyland Park and there were yeah. some cast members going, come on, come on, you're nearly there, you're nearly at the, you're nearly at the, nearly at the park. Yeah. And, and it was sort <laughs> of like they were trying to build it up and build it up and they were like, oh no, you're not, you're about 13 miles away from the end. But um, it was, they were sort of really enthusiastic and I, w- I was surprised at the amount of cast members that were out as well. Yeah,
2: yeah, that was um, definitely a big, a big noticeable difference.
1: Yep. I don't know if you noticed also when you were coming towards the end of the 5k as you're running sort of through Disney Village,
2: um Buffalo Bill
1: or whatever he's called was there.
2: Oh, was he out for you?
1: He, yeah, he was just standing at the side, sort of in his normal yeah. clothing, not his, his Buffalo Bill clothing. Oh,
3: okay. oh. no, I didn't see him. So Trent was
2: there. Okay, yep. that's cool. No, I didn't see him. But we're, yep. so so we are we uh, behind li-
1: you. Literally everybody was out, and it was it was it was a good atmosphere.
2: Okay, that sounds good. Right, I'm going to go for my good. Um, I want to go with the atmosphere for the whole weekend. One of the things that I found that was massively different to a normal Disneyland Paris trip, obviously you normally go and people are just there on a holiday and um, and they're, you know, minding their own business. Because everyone had turned up to the resort for a specific reason, not everybody, Those there was a lot of people there who hadn't realised it was half marathon weekend I looked thoroughly annoyed at the fact that they'd chosen the worst weekend in the world to come to Disneyland Paris. But um, it was just that everybody was so friendly to each other, everyone was talking to each other, you had people walking around in their run Disney clothing, and there was this kind of a whole new, completely different atmosphere to the way that I've experienced Disneyland Paris in the past. And it just felt so... And and another thing that we found as well, particularly me and Alan, we're talking to a, a lot of American bloggers and people like that people that we've only ever spoken to through doing the show that we might have spoken to online and we haven't necessarily met up with and we bumped into yep. two or three of those particular people and finally said a proper hello to them uh which made a big yep. difference but i think the atmosphere was so completely different for the weekend yeah I, I, I yeah totally i would agree. totally
3: agree with that
2: not in a bad way either so it was in a really really good way
3: no, it was great. We met so many people and chatted to people that we never would have talked to um, if it wasn't for everyone was kind of all. Yeah, I loved it. It was brilliant.
2: Yeah, really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really good. Um, okay, Alan, have you got kind of another positive you want to throw in there? Um, Positive? Well, I, th- I think
1: one of the things that I became... Okay, my my, my backstory of, of Disneyland Paris is a lot of sort of average events yeah and i was sort of expecting an element of averageness but the actual run disney event was really really well organized and um, down to so when you go to collect your race numbers in, yeah. the, in the tent it was super efficient and um, i was expecting a bit of a scrum where people just sort of have to look for an envelope but no you were divided off into sections it was maybe one or two people maximum in front of you right. it was super efficient and really well organized so i was really so sort of impressed with that
2: it did seem that the the organisation was spot on to knowing you know where to get your stuff, people around telling you how to get there, going to the start of the race and all that sort of stuff. You know that you can't complain about. But what's interesting is again talking to people who have done you know a lot of run Disney events in America, they didn't think near as well organised. Really? Yeah. Some people said to me, "This is it's just nowhere near as well organised as it is in America." And I'm kind of thinking, "Wow, okay, so if this is nowhere near well organised, what on earth is it like out in America?"
3: Yeah. yeah that makes me wonder what do they do that's different because for us everything went really smoothly and really yeah. slick I don't know what else
2: so we had, they could uh, have done we really turned to make up, that any better we turned up yep handed a package over got all our bits and pieces went to the back for the t-shirts heard that the t-shirt sizes were slightly wrong from Alan so I asked for a slightly larger t-shirt They gave me that no problems whatsoever so that was all you know really well organized so I'm I'm kind of fine yeah I'm difficult trying to pick out what exactly it is that was poorly organized yeah. in the sense of, of, of different to America
1: I don't know like after, after when I was walking back from the race I had a word with um, a, an older lady that had loads of medals on her yeah and um, I, I sort of heard, heard her voice and I thought, oh she's American so I'll have a, a quick chat and I said have you done any of the races in America and um, as she showed us her Castle the Shadow medal I said oh yeah of course you have and there's your yeah. proof you know and she said I said how did you feel it went on and she actually said Considering it was their first event, it was really well done. There was a mm. couple of little niggles that will be ironed out, but she says on on the first event that she thinks it went really well. So, okay. I think some people are a bit super critical at times. And yeah, I went to Disney as well. Yeah.
2: Um, okay, Kath, uh, Catherine. You're not Catherine. You're Katie. Katie, <laughs> what's going on? Katie, you are next. Good.
3: Yes. Um, So one of my absolute highlights of my whole trip was part of the race weekend, and I wasn't running in the half marathon, but I did get up super early, and I got a wristband to go onto Main Street and cheer on Mm -hmm. all the runners, Um, and I met up with Hayley. Um, And we went down there at like 6.30 in the morning. We were like the first ones into the park. We got some amazing photos of kind of the sun rising over the castle. And we stood on Main Street and we cheered everyone on. And we saw all of the Disney Bird running team running past us. And it was just the best atmosphere. We had so much fun that day. Um, And it just didn't matter that we were up so early. And it was so good seeing everyone run past us. And then once everyone had gone... We had a quick breakfast in the park and then we ran up to the 20k marker so that we could see everyone run by again. Yeah. And we just had so much fun. Um, Claire, one of our listeners, had gone and bought us some purple pom-poms. So we, we literally cheered on every runner in that whole race and it was so fun. Like We just had such a good time. So yeah, that's one of my highlights of the whole trip, really.
2: The atmosphere as we ran down Main Street was pretty special. Just hearing all of those people cheer uh, as you yeah. went down. And actually talking about cast members, another thing about cast members to say, talking about people cheering and all that sort of stuff, and it wasn't just cast members, it was other people. Because you had your name on your bib, it meant that people picked up your names and they would cheer and shout your name as you went down. Um, yeah, we was, really
3: tried to do that, or we shouted if they were dressed as a character, we would shout yeah. like the character's name. Um, and we actually, when we were up at the 20k marker, we were cheering and we were like, we were really loud. And up at that point, we were <laughs> kind of the only ones on that part of the course. Yeah. We were really loud. And the guy who was filming for Disney came over to us and he was like, I think you're going to help me out here. Just kind of keep doing what you're doing. And he filmed us for ages. Just like cheering for people, and like filming all the people running past us You're because it were so video. close to the end at that point. Okay. And it was just so fun. It was great.
1: Okay. Um. So my oh, next good. I'm gonna add. I'm gonna add oh, yeah. something in quickly in there. Yeah. Um. I don't know if uh, Alan mentioned this or not, but when we, when we were running, me and Stephen, we were sort of running as a, as a little two team, and as we we're sort of running through the park, he was going, he was questioning why everyone was shouting my name. And as I was running past, people were going, Alan, 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 al. But they were actually saying, Alay, Alay, Alay. Al, al, which is <laughs> yes. French for go, go, go. Go, 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 go. go,
2: go, go. Yeah, but, that's a
1: fair point. as it's nearly Alan, it, it sounded like that when it was getting shouted at. So oh. he was like, he was waiting for people to shout his name. Alan! You getting all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: okay. poor Stephen. Oh, no, poor Stephen. I cheered for him. That's saw
3: yeah. I I cheered for him. Y-
2: right. you, got, you got a Stefan. I'm going to I'm gonna carry on with the park element um the good for me the first six or seven kilometers was was brilliant um that was basically the majority of the time when we were running through into the parks and through that particular area we had main street full of people we had obviously done Walt Disney Studios you know the idea that we were suddenly gonna we ran across the stage of um lights motors action we ran and this is another bit maybe a bit of a geek but we got to run through the actual set for what's rain of fire um we got to run all the way through that particular section which it was really cool something just a little bit different because it's stuff that you don't normally get to do um Seeing all the characters out was brilliant. We had Captain America at one point was was the first character that you saw. And then Spider-Man as well. It was Martin nearly ran into Spider-Man, which would have been hysterical. Mm. Um, but he didn't notice he was there. He'd run from Captain America and nearly ran smack bang into Spider-Man before he realized he was stood there. Um, but seeing all of those characters on that six or seven K. And and I don't want to say too much about characters. That comes on a little bit later. But it was just the whole atmosphere as you were running around the parks. And one of the things that I really liked, and, it, and it's something that Disney didn't have to do, but any attraction that was outdoor, they had they had running. So you went past the carousel, the carousel was running. You, you ran past Dumbo, Dumbo was moving round. Um, so and so it was almost like they were kind of cheering you on by having the attractions going and all that sort of stuff as well, which I thought was was really really good. Um, and it just felt there was a lot of thought put into that that first six to seven k, having all of those cast members out. Um, and having all the attractions going and all the characters and all that sort of stuff it was a really really good setup to um the f- sort of start of the race and giving it that real Disney feel yep so and you also if um
1: you're running through a, like a behind the scenes area mm. and bear, bear in mind that we, we should have been starting the race when it was darker but it got, got light by the time we actually started running through um Studio Hollywood, not Hollywood, all the Disney studios yeah there was like disco lights and all sorts of floodlights behind the scenes to sort of make it a bit more interesting that the fact you're running past a, an alleyway full of bins
2: yeah yeah and they put little bits and pieces out so you would find there were points where they'd put all the main street vehicles out at the side and there was uh, there was like parade floats that you could stand in front of when you're having photos taken with the princesses and so there's all those other little bits and pieces now you had to say didn't you katie with the 5k i believe you had something tower of terror related that i didn't see on the full on the half marathon
3: Oh, I don't know what you mean. Apparently,
2: there was a half-sunken elevator, kind of. Oh, uh, I didn't see this. Apparently, it was it was somewhere along the route of the 5K, and you could have your photo taken with it. Oh, I didn't even notice that. So we've got some photos. (laughs) How observant I was! No,
3: the, the the best thing that happened to me outside Tower of Terror was a guy, one of the cast members. Um, I was kind of walking at that point and one of the cast members was like come on run and he kind of grabbed hold of my hand and like ran <laughs> up the street with me and I was just like I can't I can't do it but that's he made okay. me run which I was just like well okay you made me run that's fine like okay. well done you.
2: Um,
3: <laughs> so that was quite nice. Fair enough. But no I didn't see the sunken elevator that would yeah, have been quite cool. There, was, there were feet, lots of
2: photos with it and I remember I think again it was Martin who said that it was there but I hadn't looked at it. Um. And I was, you know, couldn't find anywhere, so it must have been a slightly different route for us. Uh, okay, Alan, what have, what's your kind of next one that you know stood out to you?
1: Um, the best experience I had would have been um, going to Bistro me
2: Oh, of course, yeah.
1: Um, we obviously a pre-race meal. We thought we'd go out for a, a three-course meal. Yeah. Um, the night before the seven o'clock run. <laughs> And um, it was an amazing experience, the amount of detail, the quality of the food, the attentiveness of the the cast member, the waitress, um, I think she was called Emily. And she was just so sort of articulate with how she was explaining things. Yeah. Um, we had a, a little bit of, um, and one of our people that was with us had an allergy. <clears throat> so she went out of her way to find out the information about what she could and couldn't have. Yeah. And we, we felt that that was one of the, the best sort of experiences we had as, as a dining experience.
2: Okay. Bisto Cheremi is a great restaurant. So well-themed. Food's really good. Have you eaten in there, Katie? It is
3: great. Yeah, we ate there the last time we were there um, and absolutely loved it. I think we'll probably try and go there the next time as okay. well.
2: Um, right, I'm going to go for the next one then. Um... As Alan's gone for a slightly personal one to himself, I'm going to go for a personal one for me. But, actually, it's a really useful tip for everybody who's listening. Um, I've always wanted to get an annual pass again for Disneyland Paris. My concern was always the cost of paying out for it in one go. And uh, that's kind of put me off from ever being able to do it. Um, Last time I went, February time, we investigated annual passes. And obviously, there was a big payout for that particular cost and at the time we were saying you know can we pay it monthly and it's like no, no no sorry it's only to French residents that can pay monthly so again we were walking past the annual pass office this time and I said you know I'm just going to ask the question once more to find out and I said you know can we pay for our annual pass monthly? And they said, yes, as long as you've got your IBAN code, you can set it up. And your IBAN code is your International Banking authorization Number, I think it is. Uh, and it's usually on most of your paperwork you get for your your bank account. I've got it on my app for my bank account. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went in, and I'm now the owner of a uh, of an annual pass, which is costing me uh, per month. Because, actually, the amount it's costing per month for our annual passes um, is... You kind of don't notice that going out of your bank account as much whereas you do sort of 500 dollars 500 euros going out your bank account in one go um so i think it's brilliant i'm so glad that disney have caught on to this fact that people can now pay monthly for their annual passes and as long as you've you've got an IBAN code uh on your bank account you can go in you can set it up you pay one monthly payment uh one payment up front which you deposit and to be honest i depending on how much you pay for your tickets that might actually get taken off. So if you've been and bought a four or five day ticket, they will take the, the cost of that four or five day ticket off the cost of your annual pass. So then they'll set up a payment plan for how much is, is left. Um, so if you just uh. got a one day ticket, et cetera, you'll they'll take your one day ticket off and then you'll pay for the rest of it. Um, so really pleased Disney have caught up with doing this. And that means I'm now a annual pass holder. And that's lovely. Thank you very much. I also bought
3: an annual pass this time, not in the, pay monthly not in the payment plan, but I am delighted with it.
1: Yeah, what were you going to say, Alan? I was, I was going to say, for, for example, I'm going back in um, December yeah. and I'm going to be, I assume I'll have a park ticket for five days with my hotel package. Yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon they would take that into consideration as the ticket pitch? They could do. They don't. They if don't it's know. one that
3: you get, if you if it's one that you get with a the package, then yep. you can't you can't upgrade that to a. Oh, you, you can't go. get that knocked off the cost ah, of right. an annual pass.
2: That's a shame.
1: Yeah, because I was going to say that'd be nearly the cost of the annual pass, isn't yeah, it? Possibly
3: yeah it would be and i think because the because it's incorporated into a package it's cheaper anyway the ticket right. so it says oh, on it that you can't upgrade it but to it an basically pass.
2: means that the cost of the annual pass the way i was working this out i've already paid i've already had two days in the park with that annual pass all i need to do now is another three days in the park and it's paid for itself and bearing in mind i'm planning on wanting to go out for the 25th anniversary and then planning on hopefully doing at least a half marathon again next year just those trips alone will pay for my annual pass so let alone anything else that goes on top
3: they're totally worth it. Like we've, ours have paid for themselves already just on this trip because yeah. we were there for a full week. Well, that's the thing. And we're already we're going again for New Year and we're going for a full week then as well. But even just the savings that we've made on our food and on the mm. merchandise that we bought in the shop, we uh, they've they've paid for themselves already. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? They're definitely know, worth it.
2: If you know you're going to be going enough that it's going to pay for itself, and now you know you can do it on a monthly payment plan then uh, yeah, that's yeah. great just to say though yeah you can only do the monthly payment plan in the park you can't do it in advance of going to the resort so right. uh, you've got to do it when you get there so you buy your ticket go in then they'll reimburse you the cost um hmm. right katie what you got next
0: um
3: so my next one is the disney brit meetup that we did at Mickey
2: and
3: because it was so fun it was really good um Mickey and the Magician was amazing absolutely loved it I know we're gonna keep spoiler free because yeah. John hasn't seen it yet um but I absolutely loved that show and there was loads of people turned up and it was so nice to meet everyone and everyone was so lovely and we just we just had a really lovely afternoon I think
2: we did it was it was really nice just to kind of take some time out meet up with the people that we're going to kind of start running with um uh the day before because the thing is you know on the morning of the race for particularly the half marathon as i don't know if it's the same with you in the uh with regards to kind of the 5k but we all managed to meet up in the corral beforehand eventually that one come to my bad list yeah. i'll come to that later uh and we got to sort of start the run together and it meant we got to chat with each other before we started and obviously when we went off we split up into groups and we were running depending on our pace but yeah. it was nice to sort but face to name before we were in that and ready to start the race so it was it was just really nice to spend sort of 40 minutes saying hello to everybody before we did meet yeah. In the yeah yeah
3: it was lovely it was so nice to meet everyone and we had done exactly that for the 5k like claire and i did the majority of the 5k together mm. she'd really injured her foot she'd had a calf injury uh, so she needed to walk so i walked kind of the first half with her and then we kind of split up at the castle and then headed off but it was really nice to get to meet up with her like later on and then yeah. we went and saw Mickey and the Magician which was such a yeah. lovely show and the weather was beautiful as well and it was just a really nice afternoon.
2: You got something to add Alan?
1: I was, I was just gonna say yeah it's it's I think one of, one of the things about when we were doing this podcast when I was back on it when it was when it was much better back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm cutting him off yeah, now. Sorry about Bye. that. <laughs> um, no it was it was great but it is sort of Quite one-sided, you know. We're just talking out to nobody. Yeah. Um. But we organised that sort of meetup in Blackpool, and we got to meet some of the people who are running, and sort of meeting up with other people this time at the um, the Disney Brit meetup. And it it do, it is great to sort of pull everyone together, so you can actually see other friends that are into the same sort of have a bit of a chat just before we go and dive into something that's totally unknown to everybody else.
2: So I like suppose before we go on to Alan's good. Um, I suppose we better mention the elephant in the room, which uh, Katie's already mentioned, and that's Mickey and the Magician, which again I have on my good list. Um, I'm guessing Katie haven't. It yeah, it's on list. my good list. I don't want to give yeah. too much away, and we're not going f- we're not, we're not to spoil it for anybody who's not seen it. I just want to say I think it's one of the best stage shows that Disney have ever done at Disneyland Paris. Um, I think it far outweighs the New Enchanted Forest. It, it beats Frozen Sing Along and Tarzan, etc. It's the first show I think Disneyland an have done that has that kind of Broadway feel to it. Proper kind of yep. musical feel to it. Visually, it's stunning. Uh, musically, it's brilliant. Uh, the dancing in it is fantastic. I just think it all, it's an all-round really, really good show. I think the, the proof is that the the place fills up so quickly before a show. Uh, because people have heard how good it is and enjoy it so much Um, and shows are still filling up now um, I think is is testament to just how good it is
3: I agree and we went to see it again later in the week when the parks I mean after the race weekend the parks emptied they were totally dead and even when the parks were completely empty the show was still full that theatre was completely rammed so I think that kind of goes to show what a really good show it is
1: yeah definitely Um, it reminded me of um, some of the cruise shows um, yes. on the Disney Cruise. Um, it was it was amazing quality, and I know I know you don't want to talk spoilers, and I, I don't really want to give any spoilers. But there's there's a clue in the title that there's a magician involved.
2: Oh, well
1: done you. Uh, okay, yeah. And and what I'm going to say is that one of my hobbies used to be that I used to be into doing magic and magic tricks and all that sort of yeah. stuff, illusion, whatever you want to call it. Because I know there's no such real thing as magic, but anyway. Um, and there was elements in it that, even with a sort of a technical knowledge of what goes on behind the scenes, yeah, some things baffled me still.
2: I was exactly the same. That I've got some knowledge of illusion and magic, and there were some things that I just watched and went, "Yeah, I've got that. That's dead easy." But there were two or three things, and I went, "Oh, okay, that's quite clever." I'm not yeah. quite sure how they did. That. I don't
3: really have any knowledge of that kind of stuff at all. But there was a few things in it that completely like amazed me. I was yeah. like, "Wow, that's so impressive!" And you like, can hear the people it, around it's you. It's really as well. good.
2: The people around you are all kind of uh, doing the same yeah. thing, um, yeah. so it's really, really yeah. There's good.
3: lots of gasps and lots of surprise, yeah,
2: which is always good. Okay, so that's that's making magician. Um, Alan, have you got another sort of good that you want to mention?
1: Um, good, good, good. Hmm. I don't know. Okay, I'm, I'm, I think I think I'm sort of.
2: Well, well, we'll you know, catch there's up there's with of... some more. Uh, if you've yeah. got anything, jump in. That's fine. Oh, okay. Before we carry on, we're gonna say hello, Susan.
4: Hello, guys.
2: There she is. Hello. Welcome. You're right. You've not missed much so far. Hello. Um, we've we've talked oh, about we've talked about um how much we like the atmosphere, Mickey and the Magician, the first six or seven k, how good the cast members were, the fact that you can get annual passes on a monthly scheme, and the Disney Brit meetup. Um, is there anything else? I met, what did you say, Katie? Also, oh, not much. Out? No, not much. We're just we're still on the good, so it's all fine. Right, Katie. Yeah, have you got yeah. a, another good? You must have another good, I am guess. I have. Go on, what you got?
3: Um, I've got a couple of foodie finds. Yeah, I have of as well. okay, new food things that route. I tried yeah. um, that were amazing. So I've got two that I particularly liked one was the panel chocolate from market house deli on main street okay i had w- one of these on the morning of the half marathon um when Haley and i were on main street super early in the morning like ridiculously early
0: yeah
3: i needed some coffee so i went in there got a coffee got this panel chocolate and it's it's so good it's got like praline in the middle of it oh, and it's got good. chocolate and praline on the top of it and we had about five the rest of the week because they're, they're so good <laughs> and they're really cheap as well. And with an annual pass discount, they're even cheaper, so it was like a total bargain.
0: Okay, um, and
3: they're so nice that, yeah, definitely that's going to be my go to breakfast.
2: That sounds good, yeah,
3: that was awesome. Um, my other favorite food you find yeah. was the pretzel breakfast at Chalet on Marinette.
2: Oh, I missed this! Uh, that was-
3: which, I'd heard other people talking about this online, so I had to go and find it because we were going to go to Casey's, which is my usual standard go-to yeah. hot dog, but I'd heard that the one at Chalet or Marionette was better, and I have to say I would probably agree. It was really good. So it's a bratwurst, and it's in a pretzel roll, and it's got like a curry currywurst sauce on the top. Oh, good. It's really good. So... Top tip. Definitely
2: get one of those. I'm going to carry on with food. Another good for me, Earl of Sandwich. Okay. Which we love anyway. You're going to mention this. Now, we were, the night before the half marathon, we wanted to carb up, basically. We wanted plenty of carbs and we didn't want to go and spend an absolute fortune uh, on a really expensive sit-down restaurant to be honest we hadn't booked anything they were all rammed anyway so we went to Earl of Sandwich because they've actually got a a pasta menu and they've got like a pizza menu as well so I went into the Earl of Sandwich and I bought myself a meatball pasta and I bought myself a barbecue chicken pizza so I had two main courses and I basically sat and stuffed myself Um, and I think those two and the drink and whatever probably still came to less than a main meal would have cost me in a sit-down restaurant but by the end of it i'd had more carbs than i could possibly uh, need and it kind of set me up ready for the next day so um i was really impressed i didn't have a sandwich from Olive sandwich but actually their pastas and their pizza were really good
3: it looked really good i I had a sandwich but your pasta and your pizza looked
2: really good yeah you sat and had a sandwich you were like like, yeah. just doing the normal stuff. Yeah, and we, we... I wasn't
3: running a half marathon the next day No, news, we basically so
2: carb-loaded and went mad. And we all sat there so <laughs> At this point, we all sat there saying, we're going to go and see Dreams. We are going to go and see Dreams. We're going to do it. And then it didn't happen. Did but it? that's a completely different story. Adam, yeah. mm.
4: was the price and the quality matched up as Disney um, World in down, and... Not Downtown Disney, at uh, Disney Springs? Good question. The so, price and quality quite matched up?
2: Uh, the quality was, price-wise... Yeah, to be honest, price wise, it was probably about the same. I think it was about nine yeah, euros I think it's about for a pa- for the pasta, and it was about nine euros for the for the pizza, and I had a lot of food. Okay. So actually, quality wise and price wise, I don't think they were far from each other. To be honest.
3: And the pizza, it was the sandwich bread as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it sandwich wasn't bread like, and cheese. Because he thought it might have been different, but and... it was the nice bread that they used for the sandwiches. Yeah, it was. I thought
2: it was proper tasty. Um, okay, <laughs> uh, Katie. What you got on your good?
3: Character interactions. Okay. The character interactions that we had this week were amazing. The characters were on top form. Like we had the, the whole week, we had some brilliant ones. So one of my favorites was the day after the race weekend. Yeah. We were in Disneyland and we went and met Chippendale and, and they stole our medals and they, oh, the they spent absolutely like we were wearing our race medals and we <laughs> spent ages with us and they took them off us they put them on themselves they (laughs) ran away um we got loads of photos the cast member that was there was taking loads of photos for us he took loads of selfies of himself with us in the background and it was just so much fun on another day i was wearing a top that was it looked a bit like a kind of cheerleader's top with mickey on Um, and i went and met mickey and the two of us did a bit of cheerleading in the middle of main street together which was really fun uh, it was just really cute, and the characters just seemed really, like, up for having a laugh with us this so. time, more so than usual. Um, and I think this kind of goes back to what we were saying about the cast members being, like, really on top form, yeah. because everyone was in such a good mood. Yeah. And I think that, that really showed at the character interactions as well. We had a great time with them. I want them. to
2: piggyback on your character thing as well, because I want to go characters... With regards to, um, again, the half marathon, I think you'll have the same something to say about this with the 5K as well, is that the characters that were out were really into everything that was going on. And not only that, we had some characters that you wouldn't normally see in the parks. So we had the entire cast of Up out. We had Doug, Russell and Ah. Carl all out at one point. We had uh, the Sultan from Aladdin. Who was out, who I've never seen before in the park, any park, anywhere. I was um, so
3: excited when I got photo taken. got a photo I can <laughs> believe um, he had
2: We had Captain America. Uh, who's never been out before, uh, of which, I'll be honest, I don't think he looks anything like Captain America, but I had to pull Gwen away because she was too busy trying to get his phone number. Um, so um, we had Captain America there. We had loads of different characters that you kind of see and go, oh, amazing, look, it's that particular particular character. And although you're running a half marathon, you saw a character went, I've got to stop, I've got to stop for them now, I have to stop. So we had like Belle, it was Belle and Prince Adam, because you normally get the Beast but we actually had the prince, um, oh. which is really unusual. So it was, it was nice to see, as well as the interaction, obviously, that you've talked about. It was really great to see characters in a different way. And it was great to have Mickey and Minnie and Goofy as you got to the finish line, all in their running race gear as well. Because, again, it's something that you never see huh. them in before. So that's, that was another nice little touch that happened. So characters, I think they kind of did, did a really good job on the kind of characters you could meet as you were doing that particular half marathon.
4: Did yeah, you stop? Casey, my favourite one's the one you had with um the Robin Hood,
2: the Fox. Yes. Oh of course Robin that Hood was cute. there, yeah. Yeah, forget Robin yeah, Hood. Yeah, that out. was Alan
3: met Robin Hood. We've met him before at Disney Paris. We've met him in Cafe Mickey a couple of times. Oh okay. Um but yeah, he was out on, on the race course, so Alan got his photo so taken. Now Alan <laughs> yeah, you
2: crossed the finish line way before the rest of us. Uh, did you stop yep. for any characters? uh no no didn't, i
3: didn't did. i saw alan at the 20k mark and he hadn't even broken a sweat no he doesn't he's he just doesn't like casually alan. like it's jogging weird. on by
1: it's just weird. when uh actually when i got to the finish line i was waiting for Stephen and i sort of must have reached my arms in the end he said look at that your armpit hair's blowing in the wind it's not even sweaty look at
2: that i, do, <laughs> I just hear you say that while i was waiting it for Stephen so whatever you show off uh, no, I, yeah. I didn't think, because I was, I was looking at everybody's race times. I went through everybody in the running team and checked their race <laughs> times to see see how far behind everybody else we were. And I looked at your time and went, there's no way in a million years you could have stopped for any characters, surely. And it turns out, yeah. no, you didn't. So there you go. Um, yeah, okay. And um, Paula Radcliffe, she stopped for all of them. Yes, yeah, did, she. Every single <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, it's because she was so far in front, it didn't matter. Um, <laughs> so, Katie, I'll, I'll, go now. I'll tell you what, I'll do my next race nutrition i want to talk about race nutrition a little bit not that the necessarily the stuff that we were given was particularly brilliant i i I still find it a bit weird that we were given bags of sliced apple um but obviously we had a lot of special k bars and things like that which were really tasty i'm not convinced nutritionally they are the best thing to have given us but what i really liked is the fact that the there was always something on a regular basis So you had water, there was Powerade, there was fruit, there was the cereal bars and that sort of stuff. That actually, you got to a point where you kind of ate it because you were at that point, rather than it being necessarily something that was really good for you. But there was more (laughs) than enough of them as you went round. I never felt I was at a point where I was really desperate for a drink or really needed something to eat because of the amount of ones there were on the half marathon route. I don't know, did you get many on the 5K?
3: There wasn't food on the 5k there was two water stops as right, okay. you went around and you got a bag at the end which had yeah. didn't have sliced apple in it it had an actual apple but it wasn't sliced
2: So at the end we um, got also But sorts yeah of stuff. it
3: had like cereal bars and stuff
2: So at the end we got uh, a banana we got uh, some protein shake thing bottle of water a bottle of Powerade uh, there was some other bits and pieces as well. I forget what they were, but we got a, like a bag full of all sorts of bits and pieces to keep you going. Yeah, when you got back to your hotel. it was
3: similar stuff for the 5K. There was slightly less at the 5K, but okay. it was similar stuff. But there wasn't food on the course. But it was only 5K, so I don't think you really needed it. Okay. But there was two water stops, which was good. So that was we fine. were allowed to
4: bring your own stuff, like your own drink. Yeah. You know, when people those sort of like not protein shot things, where like with glue, like like the gels. Yeah, so gel we, we had
2: some energy gels so we ran with energy gels and I took a few of those as I went round um, so you were, yeah you were able to to sort of do that and that wasn't an issue that's good so that was good okay Katie
1: when I was running past the uh, food stalls I because I, I couldn't eat when I'm running I'm, I'm just sort of focused oh, on the running be, and you? I'm worried about getting a stitch or anything like that so I was just grabbing a snack bar put it in my pocket got the yeah. next table snack bar in my pocket <laughs> i had about five at the end of the race <laughs> <laughs> he'd finished with breakfast
2: for work for the next two weeks um... lunch was sorted right katie what's your next good what have you got is it here? me yeah she what you got
3: me, uh, me uh, uh. um my next one's our hotel that we stayed in um so we stayed off site because we thought that the packages were way too expensive. Yeah. And because we were staying for a whole week as well, it was going to cost us way too much to stay on site. Yeah. So yeah. we stayed at the Relais Bar, which is in Val i heard really good things
2: about and it. And we like.
3: stayed there before just for one night. Um, but this time we were there for seven nights. Um, and it's just, it's such a lovely hotel. we got a really good price um, on Booking.com, And the rooms are great. They've got like a little kitchenette in them. Um, it's got a beautiful spa so we were lucky enough that after the run we went back to our hotel and we just like chilled out in the hot tub so the only bit of rain that we had the whole week happened when we were in the hot tub Mm -hmm. Uh, so we didn't get wet at all um we
0: did because you were in the hot tub which was
3: great well yeah but we didn't get rained on (laughs) the whole week which is really unusual for paris i don't think i've ever had a disneyland paris holiday where i haven't got completely drenched in the rain. Um, and that hotel, is just so handy for the train station. It's literally like a two minute walk outside the train station. Yeah. The train itself takes like two minutes to get to Disney. Um, so I think it was quicker for us getting in and out than it was for a lot of people who were staying on site just because of the crowds and things. Um, and I would highly recommend it, it was a great hotel. The only thing is that the spa, which is absolutely gorgeous, is adult only, which is brilliant for us because we don't have any kids um but i guess if you if you were going for a family holiday it probably wouldn't be the best but if you're going just as a couple i would highly recommend that hotel it was so so handy
2: spa yeah so you paid for a week yeah okay that sounds good
4: did you struggle in the early mornings katie because obviously when you had to get it early morning for the 5k and to see the 10k did you struggle
3: getting transport no not at all because they put on a special um train first thing in the morning so there was a train at like 20 to 6 in the morning and you had to be in your corrals by half six and that train at 20 to 6 was perfect timing because it literally takes two minutes it's only one stop okay. on the train um so we we got there before a lot of i think on the day of the half marathon we got there before you did, didn't so I, yeah, you we did we, adam yeah we saw you
2: as we were leaving that, that'll come later on um, uh, on my bads so um, yeah just- it, just outrageous, really cheeky. How but much, yeah, it took us no time at all. How much did you kind of roughly pay for a week at the relay spa?
3: It wasn't that expensive for. It's a four-star hotel in yeah. the spa, and it cost us around about five hundred and fifty pounds for wow. the week.
2: Wow! So that's like less than a hundred pounds a night.
3: Yeah, definitely that's immense. That's a pretty, lot less that's than hundred pounds a good. night
2: okay um, it was very good again i'm going to piggyback your good because um, i'm going to piggyback it on to uh, our our hotel um we had goods and bads at the hotel but one of the really great things and i thought was was brilliant we had a bit of a panic because we couldn't stay for the entire length of time that a lot of people are staying because of work etc that we were panicking that we had to check out of our hotel before the half marathon because we'd had to have been out of the room before the half marathon started contacted the hotel and they actually emailed back and said, but due to the half marathon, they've actually extended checkout until 2pm. Oh, wow. Which was great, because it meant we could run the half marathon, head back to the hotel. By the time we'd finished the half marathon, and because of the delay at the start and that sort of stuff, we, didn't, we were hoping to get a bit of a kip in, but it didn't happen. But it meant we could go back, we got to have showers, baths, etc. to ease the muscles, pack the bags and then leave. Which was really, really good. So, um, extended checkout. We were at the Kyriad, um, so we were on site but it wasn't a disney obviously not a disney hotel but i thought the extended checkout that they did as well was was really really good um okay i've got a couple more goods the meddling t-shirt um obviously now i say i want to say obviously now i'm an experienced uh, obstacle course runner which is a lie but uh, i've done a few <laughs> now um and some of the qualities of t-shirts that we've had from some of the obstacle course run-ins quite frankly Uh, You know, I've had better quality in a tea towel than I have in some of the T-shirts. Tough Mudder one, don't even get me started. Um, So (laughs) when we got the quality of the T-shirts, I was like, actually, do you know what? This is a genuinely decent quality T-shirt. And the medals, I genuinely think it's the best medal I've ever received because of the size of it and the weight of it. This is not some piddly little uh, tiny thing. This is a big, chunky medal. Um, A couple of friends of mine on Facebook also did... uh, I've got a friend who did a half marathon... Uh, the same weekend they'd went down south and they got this medal and they're holding it up and it's the tiniest thing in the world it's like the size of a postage stamp and then a friend of ours uh, did a triathlon big triathlon recently full triathlon came out with a medal that was also kind of like tiny piddly little thing and we came out with this massive chunky Disney medal uh, which was amazing Um, I just think the quality of the medals were and the the t-shirts were just brilliant yeah i agree with that Yeah, I'd agree yeah, with that. Agree one, with yeah.
3: you get your medal as soon as you cross the line?
2: Yeah, the moment you cross the finish line.
3: Yeah. They had oh, people wow. standing kind of giving them out so as soon as you crossed the line somebody would like come over and just stick a medal around your neck.
2: So you kind of went, <laughs> you went across the finish line great. you kind of high-fived Mickey, Minnie, Goofy all that sort of stuff and went through those and you got to the other side and um, you got a medal put straight around your neck as soon as you went over.
1: Yeah, that's what most people got. I, am. Um, I started to go towards the side of the fence right? because um, I, was, I was half waiting for Steven. I thought, oh, while well, I'm waiting for Steven. I'll go and get my medal. And I saw that the, behind the fence, they were sort of scooping up the medals, ready to hand over to the person to put it around your neck. Oh, yeah. But I didn't realize that was happening. So I saw this lady scooping up all the medals. So I just reached my hand over and asked for a medal.
2: <gasps> what are you doing? I, I,
1: missed, the, I missed the
2: presentation missed part the presentation of it. missed the presentation part of it. Okay, oh, no mind. No. Um. Okay, fair enough. Right, uh, Katie. <laughs> I've got two more left on my list because I piggybacked on. Um, a
3: few years. I think I've combined a couple of mine, so I've got one more. Okay. Um, which is the Halloween decorations. Oh yeah. Um, I was super excited because we got to see all the Halloween decorations, and by the time I left, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything was off. Um, and it it looked great. They've really gone all out for it's- Halloween this year. Um, I thought. Main Street looked absolutely fantastic with all the banners and all of the ghosts up and down Main yeah. Street. And Frontierland looked great, even though it's got all those boards up because Big Thunder's shut. Um, yeah. It just it looked really cool. It was it was kind of on a Florida level. I felt, but certainly by the time I went home, on Friday, and on Friday I got the most exciting thing, which I was so excited about. I got one of the Poison Apple oh, popcorn yeah. buckets.
2: He sent the photo. Uh, they only
3: came out on Friday. I was so excited. We were literally about to leave the park and I saw them on a popcorn stand. I was like, oh, I can't leave without one of those. <laughs> so I managed to grab one of those and it is literally like the coolest thing. It glows in Come the dark and AKT. everything. It was nine euros filled with popcorn or eight euros on its own. Or you can also get it with a cocktail in, like a mocktail, which is 11 euros. Yeah. But I got it with popcorn in. And... But I'd, I'd just been to Plaza Gardens for my dinner, so I wasn't hungry. So I brought the whole thing home and had it yesterday. Um, so I had Main Street Popcorn sitting watching the TV yesterday it's interesting you
2: say Halloween decorations because I I overheard a number of Americans saying they felt that the Halloween decorations in the park were better than what often goes up in America
3: oh that's interesting I I did think they were great and and there was more like like, as because we were there for the week, there was more and more going up throughout the whole week. So by the time we went on Friday, it was like the whole place was completely decked out. Yeah. And it looked it looked great. It looked really good.
2: So the last two I've got on my good then, um, we've, we've kind of briefly mentioned one on one, which is the finish line. I really like the finish line. Uh, I like the fact they have the characters there, you have the photographers there, you have the music playing, and you have people cheering you. Some people cheering you as you went over the finish line. You're receiving your medal straight away. I thought it was a really nice finish to it. Getting to the finish line we will come to. But the finish line itself I thought was re- really, really nice, which was really good. Um, and the the last one I've got is, I've, I've just went down a totally different weekend. Um, not, and, and it doesn't quite fit with the atmosphere because obviously the atmosphere is very different. But very different weekend in the sense that um, I spent all day in the park on the Saturday. Uh, we arrived early because we'd been into the expo really early to get all the stuff and the bits and pieces. Um, but... On the Saturday, I rode Phantom Manor, Pirates of the Caribbean, I saw Cinemagique, and I saw Mickey and the Magician, and that's it in the whole day. That's all I did um, in like 12 hours. And we walked around the parks, and we met up with people, and we did this, and we did that, and went to the shops. And I don't feel like, even though we'd only done four rides, that I'd missed out on anything. I didn't feel like I'd I'd wasted a day. On, On the second day... Uh, after we'd done the half marathon, we went into the parks to have some food, went on Buzz Lightyear, and then left. And that was literally our whole weekend. So, the whole weekend, I think I did five rides and shows, oh, and that sh- was it. And at no point did I say, at any point, did I feel like I'd completely wasted my time being there. It was just, a, it was almost like we were there for a different reason, so it didn't matter how yeah. many rides we got on. Um, so yeah, I, I just better say know. that, yeah. So, it was really nice to have, have sort of a. A different weekend with a slightly different focus which was which was good okay so there are all our goods let's go on to our bads do you want to start Katie or shall I start or
3: um I don't mind I can start I don't have that many bads because oh, I dear. definitely thought that the goods massively outweighed the bads. okay I think one of the things that I have put onto the bad list is the inaugural party on the Friday I had night a feeling
2: that list might be um, on your list <laughs>
3: Um, so we went to the party on the Friday night, which I know a lot of people didn't. Um, and it, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. Um, it was kind of, they hadn't announced in advance what was actually going to be happening for the party. So it had been a bit of a leap of faith when we booked the tickets, but we thought, well, you know, in for a penny and for a pound, it right, but it was quite cheap, expensive. I think it was yeah. around 80 euros, something like that. Um, and we didn't find out until we actually got there to go in for the party, what was actually happening for the party, which wasn't great. Um, and then what was actually happening was they had most of the rides were open, but Pusher's Coaster wasn't one of the rides that was open. And um, so they had like Ratatouille, Tower of Terror, all of the ones in Toy Story Playland and Rock and Roller Coaster, they were all open. And they had some character meets as well, one of which was the Captain America debut. Um, which I guess that was quite cool. And the food offer that they had was, it was an all-you-can-eat um, offer. So you got a wristband, and they had restaurant on coulisse and Blockbuster Cafe were open. And you could go in there and it was all you can eat. And they had like a special menu, basically, you could pick either a burger or, um, there was like t- a couple of different types of pasta that you could have. Um, and you also got like salad and um, brownies, ice cream, drinks, that kind of stuff. Um, and the wait times for the rides were really, really low. So we walked on Ratatouille. It look, took us, like, literally a minute to get onto Ratatouille through the normal line, which was great. Yeah. But it just didn't feel special enough. It was just kind of a normal night at the park when you wouldn't normally be in that park at night, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
3: So we did... It, we did do the Captain America greet but just because it was the, the first time that he was out. But that was the only character that we met because the queues for the characters were pretty huge. So we focused on rides. Um, we did try and eat as much as we could. We got quite a few bottles of pop and stuff like that to try and get kind of get our money's worth. But there was no special nighttime <sighs> show or anything like that. And I felt like there was a few really simple, easy things that they could have done to make it yeah. feel better value for money. Like there was no dance party or anything like that that you would find oh. at any of the parties in the States. I don't think I've heard um, And there was anyone. no like nighttime show or anything. I don't think
2: I've heard anyone say anything really, really positive about it. I think one of the positives that came out of it from a lot of people is, oh, we got to meet Captain America. It was amazing. Um, and then all of a sudden that was sort of blown out of the water, particularly with the half marathon where we met Captain America three kilometres yeah. in and we queued for like three minutes in order to see him. And you're yeah. like, oh, oh okay. Well, that was it. Um, i think that was
3: the thing because we didn't know he was going to be on the race so we thought well well, that's the one if we're going to do any characters that's the one we should do yeah yeah so we did and we went straight there and we for probably about half an hour something like that it wasn't too bad um and it was it was good the poor guy was boiling he was really sweating (laughs) quite badly (laughs) under the spotlights, um and and it was okay but by that point all the keys for the other characters were massive so we were kind of like well We'll just focus on the rides. And it was okay. It just wasn't anything. It wasn't like when I've been to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party or, or the very Merry Christmas party in America, you come out like completely buzzing and yeah. kind of thinking that was completely amazing and it was a really yeah, special yeah. thing. Yeah. It just it didn't the, feel like that.
2: Okay. Yeah,
3: it was okay. It wasn't terrible. It was just okay. Aww. I don't so, think it was worth the money. Um, and I think if they'd announced the the program in advance, I probably wouldn't, probably wouldn't have done it. it. I
2: think that's part of the thing, isn't it? That a lot of people didn't know, so they booked it and they probably won't do next year. Um, yeah. My bad. Okay, <laughs> I'm going Disneyland Paris half marathon merchandise. I was really, really disappointed. The t shirt I got was great. I got a mug as well, which is brilliant. But there was sort of a distinct lack of kind of mainstream run Disney merchandise in fact there was one woman who was in an amazing run disney jacket that we saw in earl of sandwich and everyone apparently had been asking her where she got this thing from turns out she got it online and someone had made it for her and it was like this mm. is one thing that everybody wanted but i was just really disappointed with the generic there was no generic run disney merchandise there were no run disney trainers at all the new balance disney trainers which i would quite happily have forked out quite a lot of money for but there weren't any there whatsoever I just felt like I know it's the first one. I get it's the inaugural. They didn't know how many people were going to be interested in buying merchandise, that sort of stuff. But I was kind of a bit disappointed with it. I was even more disappointed to find out that I'd bought some stuff on the Saturday, and on the Sunday afternoon they reduced everything.
3: Oh yeah, that annoyed me as well.
2: <laughs> so I paid twenty euros oh, no. for my "I did it Disneyland Paris Half Marathon" t-shirt, and on the Sunday afternoon they reduced them all to ten euros.
3: Yeah, that really annoyed us because we, right. we bought all that stuff. So we did get the, Alan got the, I did it 5k t-shirt half price because he wasn't going to bother with that one. But then once it was reduced, he thought I might as well get it. And we got the mug half price. I got the
2: mug but half everything price. Everything else we got yeah. repaired full, I just, which was annoying. I just, the other
3: thing that bugged me was that they ran out of pins.
2: Very, good. pins? Yeah, pins didn't last very long at all. Um, we got managed
3: to get. There were six pins available, and we managed oh. to get one of them.
2: The pins had gone by Friday, basically. Uh, and yeah. for those people who weren't able to go for the full length of the of the weekend, you meant you stood no chance whatsoever in getting pins. Um, so, oh. so well, I, it didn't bother me. I'm not really a pin fan, but um, I was just a bit disappointed with the range of merchandise, and then obviously the fact that they then reduced everything in price, which was really really annoying. Um, Okay, we got another bad.
1: Um, Oh, Alan! Hang on, we've not been to Alan yet, have we?
2: We need to go to Alan first. Alan, we haven't had a bad from you. Um, What you got? um, Well, as as we talked about
1: cast members before being great, yeah, I I think there was an element that I felt that the cast members were just lacking a bit at times, and Mm -hmm. you probably didn't touch on this because I was stopping in a Disney hotel. I was in the Cheyenne.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: and there was a lot of times where the security staff were, who may be outside contractors, I don't know, didn't sort of engage with you. Now, what I mean by that is as you'd walk in the doors, you'd sort of aim for the check-in and the security guy would just sort of look at you. And as you sort of nearly walked past him, he would sort of like try to block you walking past because he wanted to scan you up and down with a, a bat on to make sure you didn't have anything metal in your pockets. Yeah. And, I was thinking, right, okay. All this needs is for, as you walk in the door, the security guy goes bonjour, and he drags your attention, and you're heading straight for him.
2: Yeah. But
1: instead, what they do is they tend to look at the feet, look around, shuffle a bit, and wait until you try to get past them, and then try to block you block you from passing. Yeah. And there was a few elements where queuing up for rides, I would you'd walk past a cast member that didn't didn't look like they wanted to be there. Yeah they were sort of looking everywhere bar the person that's walking towards them and again all it needs is some sort of interaction of just bonjour you you've sort of got their attention and it sort of lifted your spirits as you're about to stand in this 90 minute queue or whatever it is which actually there wasn't any 90 minute queues but
2: Hmm. okay that's interesting well katie sorry you were saying something about photographers
3: yeah, so my next one was not enough for photo pass photographers. I think it wasn't too bad on the run itself. I think there was quite a few, although obviously we haven't actually seen the pictures yet. Oh. Um, but the rest of the week, because we, we bought the Run Disney photo pass, which lasted until the Monday. Which actually reminds then, we, me I've got to, I've yeah, got to, still to give
2: you some money for that because I completely forgot to give you it while we were there. Um, but that's, that's, all right. that's by we'll the boy. Like we about. need to sort that out. But that's by the by. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, we bought the the run Disney one, um, which the photographs for that won't be available for this, I think they said a month. Um, So I don't know what the quality of them was. But I thought there was quite a few photographers on the actual route. But we that lasted until the Monday. So we went and bought the annual pass holder uh, photo pass, which Mm. lasts for a whole year. On the Tuesday morning, um, which actually I think was quite a good deal because it's cheaper for the one that lasts a whole year than it is for the one that lasts 10 days. Yeah, that's right. Um, Which, yeah, was not too bad. So it's like 48 euros for one that lasts the whole year. Um, But just around the park, just generally, there wasn't enough photo pass photographers. Uh, There wasn't one at all of the character meet and greets that we did. There's none kind of just roaming around. There's still none in front of the castle or along Main Street. Um, not all of the rides have photo passes i think i still think it was worth buying and we've got another trip coming up so um we'll get all our christmas photos and all that stuff so i, th- I still think it was sure, worth sure. buying but i think they, they definitely need to get more kind of roaming Photopass yeah. photographers around the park and definitely up and down no, the it's, street. It's
2: interesting you're saying that because, again, in the half marathon, uh of photo photographers, you kind of remember seeing a few towards the beginning. Obviously, there was one with every single character, uh, so you could have one taken with that. We had... I don't know whether you had it with the 5K, but we had photographers in front of the castle. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah, so you could have your photo taken there. But then as you went around the rest of the route, it was, it was almost like... I don't remember seeing many photo photopass photographers. Now, I know they were there because they said they were highlighted on the map as being there. But it's almost like they could have had done with having some more signage to let you know there was a photographer there so you knew to be to be able to be seen by a photographer if you wanted to stop for a photo, those sort of things. There was very little signage to say any photographer was about. Um, which was a bit of a yeah. shame. But... Um, okay. Uh, what should I go for next? Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to go for and I'm sticking with the theme to do a merchandise, the Expo. Now, I can see what they tried to do with the Expo, and I get the idea, but the problem was the Disney event arena is huge. It's a massive, massive building, right? And you walk inside, and the Expo was tiny. And the Expo was, like, swamped inside this building. The back of this poor events arena, which meant that actually there wasn't a massive amount in the expo. And again, a lot of a lot of the comments I heard from Americans was the expo was nothing compared to what it is in America absolutely nothing. And, and it was nice to see there were some elements there. I have to say massive thank you to the k tape people who taped up my knees to make sure that they didn't fall off during the half marathon. Uh, I haven't thanked them for Yeah, your this. knees were very, very colorful. I'm not going to say thank you for the fact that I have shaved bits on my legs now where they had to shave <laughs> my legs to stick it on and now I look like I've got some sort of weird thing going on with my legs. But they were really good and there were some nice little merchandise stores there and, and, and that sort of stuff. But I just felt it lacked a little bit as an expo bearing in mind it was supposed to be a big kind of celebration of fitness and health and all that sort of stuff just didn't quite feel like that happened for me might just be me it might just be me being all kind of like um down on it but that's what i felt like
3: i think it'll be bigger next year i think exhibitors will use this year as a experiment to see whether it's worth them coming along so i think it'll be bigger did they so.
4: not sell that many tickets then for the run? Is that probably it?
2: No, they sold loads of tickets. You know, we there was eleven thousand runners running on the Sunday, and uh, nice. I think it was six thousand that ran the five k. So there were still plenty of people there. It just I just felt the expo wasn't necessarily to its full potential. You didn't have many bigger exhibitors yeah. that you kind of expected to be there. I don't know whether you found the same, Alan. Yeah. Well,
1: when I sort of walked through to the expo you walk past some photographers that sort of are blocking the view into the expo then the next bit you're walking into a gift shop which is the Disney gift shop and then we sort of walk straight through to collect our t-shirt and I've got to admit that after we collect our t-shirt we turned around and we sort of thought well that was it yeah and we didn't actually see a lot of the other things that was going on because I felt there was like a a corridor that you sort of pushed through and then it was like you were sort of dragged back out towards the Disney um, merch. Yeah. So I think, unless you actually purposely went in looking for the stuff in the expo, there was nothing that would jump out to sort of keep you in there for more no. than 10 minutes. No, definitely
2: not. Uh, okay. At least
3: one of them, I was talking to one of the kind of exhibitors in there that was selling the medal display stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see those? The, metal the kind hangers, of Disney yeah. themed yeah. ones. And he was saying that he goes to all of the um, American disney expos so i was a bit like "Mm, like how does this compare and he was like yeah (laughs) very small compared but i thought oh god like he goes to all the american ones and he'd actually come all the way over and then yeah he must have been a bit disappointed i would think what was
1: going on yeah definitely was was he he a private company
3: yeah he was
1: he wasn't official because um what i saw on someone's photographs no it was a video this week of those displayed metal stands and um there was like a, a like a photo frame with a metal place and yeah, place yeah, for a yeah. photograph
2: and I thought what well, a brilliant idea I wish I'd seen that They were there because as I well. wanted to do that yeah you, you could have your medal and everything framed there was a company there that were doing that
3: that was so expensive, though. Yeah. That was cr- that was really, really expensive. Um, Good. I know that Haley Haley and Martin had a look at those, and I think the actual cost of the frame wasn't too bad, but the shipping was ridiculous. Uh, of course,
0: uh, it, America, it, it, they it. were going to
3: do it like in America and then ship it across. Um, it was like three hundred dollars okay. or something just <sighs> for the posting. Oh wow,
2: that's crazy! It
3: was crazy. You um, could do it much cheaper. Okay, Alan,
2: can. have you got another bad? Um,
1: I I had had an element of. I don't I don't know, know. it's 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 this thing which I started to experience which was what I was calling no and it 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 basically turned out that if if you wanted something to happen it wouldn't happen right oh, okay or it didn't quite go to plan and for example one of one of them is we went to um the blue lagoon restaurant yeah Fanta- fantastic restaurant I've been there before lovely meal uh we ordered our main course and then the waiter said would you like a dessert he said yeah we'll have a dessert we'll have a look at the menu so he went out to get the menu and he came back he said um the kitchen's closed oh wow i was like all right (laughs) so um he said i can make you a coffee you can you can have a drink if you want Um, and we were like all right well i was gonna have have, there was like this this like a creme brulee dessert which has flames it's like flambéed yeah yeah i thought oh i'll have that but obviously i couldn't no but I couldn't help noticing that every other table around us was getting was brought out from the kitchen with 10-inch high flickering flames, which was quite hard to hide. Yeah. And I, I, I'll, I'll just accept that, you know, maybe they'd pre-ordered it and the kitchen had sorted it before they closed off. Yeah. But then we continued to finish our drinks. And then about 10 minutes later, the head waiter came over, or the restaurant manager, and he said, uh, I, I don't want to rush you, but the park is now closed. <laughs> um, when, when, you, when you're when finished if you let us know and we'll escort you out of the park
0: okay. I was like
1: great so what had turned out to be like the relaxing meal on the yeah. first night where, where you had your sort of um, Hollywood Studios party or yeah. Walt Disney Studios party we went there for instead of spending the money for the party ticket fair enough and our experience was a bit uh, didn't quite work out a plan. plan um, but the only thing that I will say that sort of pulled it back a little bit was because we were escorted out of the park, we managed to get some good photographs of the park with nobody in it.
2: Fair enough. I suppose that's one positive. Um, okay, Kate. Yeah, uh, what well, you um,
3: One of my other slightly disappointing things that we did this week was Cafe Mickey. Um, so we booked it because we wanted to do one character meal and Cafe Mickey's obviously the cheapest character oh. meal. And also because we know that the characters are leaving, Cafe yeah. Mickey, we thought... Kind of Last chance, we've had some really, really good meals there before. We've had some really great character interactions. So we went there for lunch and there was hardly anyone there and we didn't actually meet all of the characters that were there because Chip missed us out. So we met Dale, but no. we didn't meet Chip. But it was all characters that we'd already seen in the park. There was nobody kind of unusual. Yeah. And we found out the next day at breakfast time they had like the genie and stuff like that. So it would have been really nice to see some of those kind of slightly rarer characters. Yeah. Normally we would see like Pinocchio and Geppetto and people like that but it was it was kind of all the usuals um, and the food was okay it, there was nothing wrong with the food um, but just it, it was a little it all felt a little bit rushed yeah. and I was a bit disappointed that we didn't see everyone so I think that was a bit of a not the best meal
0: for us.
2: Okay right I'm gonna... Um, I'm going to a quick mention on wait times. Wait times were really, really long but uh, because it was half marathon weekend and the parks were very, very busy. But it did mean you had massive wait times for a lot of things and it meant that um, fast passes were out very, very quickly. If I talk about Tower of Terror, uh, there was one point, in the Tower of Terror, all fast passes were out. It reckoned it was a 40-minute 40, 40 wait, but the entire queue line was full and then the queue was queuing out of the front gates and round the corner. Um, Yeah, saw that, and it was like was that just on the saturday that was on the saturday i was like whoa that's insane that's insane that was the only day that it was like Um, that though so i just wanted to mention wait times has been a bad thing i know there's not a lot we can do about it because of the fact that it was half mouth and weekend there were thousands of people there so that's absolutely fine but what i do want to mention and this is this is something that maybe disney want to consider we were gutted to miss dreams this year um we arrived due to work we couldn't arrive until later on the friday um, so we didn't see Dreams Friday night Saturday night was our only time really to have seen it but having spent the whole day in the park and knowing we had to be up stupidly early the next day for the half marathon it meant that we didn't stay and watch Dreams because it was going to be too late and if we'd have got, if we'd have stayed and got up to the hotel and gone to bed about it would been about midnight and then we'd have had to have been up four hours later to run 21 kilometres it was never going to happen and it was just it, we missed Dreams and it was really sad because I love Dreams but maybe there was a suggestion that disney could have done what they sometimes do with parades and things like that um particularly in america i know they do it with wishes is actually having more than one showing of dreams in a particular evening they could have maybe had because it got darker mm-hmm. enough they could have had an earlier presentation of dreams and then a later presentation of dreams so everybody would have maybe got a chance to see it while they were there so that was my bad missing dreams but hey that's yeah. that's just a personal thing really
4: Knowing that, like it's not just you that has to wake up that early. I mean no. It's like majority of the people that are there for the run, yeah. so they're all going to have to. Wake now, for up some that, people, that
2: it, it doesn't make a difference because some people would have ar- would have arrived on the Thursday or the Friday and would have got to see it on Thursday night, Friday night, or Sunday oh, night. Yeah, if they weren't course. leaving. But because I was there for such a short period of time, uh, because of work, I had no choice. Um, maybe it would have been nice to have had something slightly earlier on the Saturday, but but that's yeah. just kind of that's a, that's a personal thing, really.
1: Well, we were we were going to try and see it on the Friday night, but the park was shut when we finished our meal.
2: Oh, of course, yeah, <laughs> he a bit overrun a little bit, so that that kind of yep. didn't happen. Okay, uh, have you got another ban, Alan? Um, well, I, d- I don't know how far you're going with your
1: uglies, but I did feel there was there was a little bit too much construction going on. Yeah, that's in my ugly. But come on, carry on. Um, we well. I'm I'm gonna. You sort of touched on it in when we were there, and I I said that I hadn't even seen the train going around the perimeter of Disneyland Park. I said I want to go on the train, and I knew that one of the stations was out getting refurbished, so it was like, yeah. yeah. So we sort of got on at Fantasyland, and we basically did a full loop, and we saw next to nothing because it's a train ride that goes (laughs) past a lot of fences.
2: Yeah, that's... that's, Because
1: everything's getting blocked up to to hide what's happening behind it. So you didn't really get to see much at all. Yeah, that was on my... my I can
3: forgive them that, though, because it's not like they didn't tell us that beforehand no, and, and, that we knew that there was all that going on and it's going to look amazing next year because of it
2: no it is and i, so get I can that, kind of forgive them that and i do understand that but i'm also thinking about it from another point of view which is they knew the half marathon was happening this particular weekend and they'd have known it was happening this weekend a good while ago because this is not something that disney's just gone let's do it um and they would have had a lot of people coming to the park for the very first time from overseas american people and this would maybe the only trip they are ever going to make and there wasn't didn't feel there was like a consideration that actually we need to maybe do something with it in order to improve this that or the other because when you were running the half marathon you were going through some of the resorts and bits and pieces there were moments where you were literally just running between walled fences and there wasn't anything else to see other than that um, yep. the
3: one thing i do think they did to try and compensate for that a little bit is we noticed that there were tons more characters out yeah. this time yeah
0: you might be especially right. in fantasy
3: land there were absolutely loads of characters um and ones that you wouldn't always see as well
2: um no. and we
3: kind of felt like that was maybe there to compensate a little bit because there are a lot of there are
2: a lot of fences now i'm going to use characters as my next bad because although characters were my good because we got loads of rare ones i'm also going to put characters in bad because one of the things we found on the half marathon and the 5k is that there were characters that were really really rare that were out and then suddenly they would disappear so we were in the queue to meet the sultan with i think it was the sultan jasmine and jafar We've never had the Sultan before, never met the Sultan. And we were in the queue and there was three of us in the queue and we were stood there and we'd obviously, we were running a half marathon, so we were trying to do it as quickly as we can. We were probably in the queue for three three minutes or so. We were getting closer and closer and closer. And then all of a sudden, the Sultan went in and they brought out Aladdin and I can't remember who else, but nobody who was rare in that particular section. And we stood there and went, oh, we've waited this time for this very rare character. It's the only reason we've stopped. And now they've gone in now and they're not coming out again. Um, I would have thought that if they were characters were that rare, they might have had two of those so they could swap them in and out. Because a lot of people who were queuing were queuing particularly because the Sultan was there. And then the Sultan went in and half the queue just left. (laughs) (laughs) I think think that they did handle
3: the character thing better on the half marathon than they did on the 5k though. Uh, I didn't meet any characters on and the 5k because was, the queues um, were massive and moving really slowly I must admit, so if i had just stopped to meet the characters it would have literally taken me all day to do I must like admit, 5K. Um,
2: they were making people run in and run out again because i know roger rabbit was on the five k yeah. route and there was a lot of yeah. people who didn't meet him because it was a long queue and there was some who by the time they got round to where roger rabbit was supposed to be disappeared yeah. um which wasn't particularly great but i think there.
3: they'd because Alan did both the 5K and the half. Obviously, I only did the 5K, but he, he yeah. kind of met a few on the 5K. I didn't meet any because the queues were just massive yeah, yeah, yeah. and I would have just been standing there for ages. But he met tons and tons of characters on the half marathon because yeah. they kind of sorted that issue out and it was kind of in picture out. Um, whereas on the 5K, they seemed to be, kind of, it was more like a normal meet and greet. Well, so think, they were spending time with people. And, there's
2: probably two reasons for that. One, because obviously they'd improved the system for the half marathon. But also, I think you find there's a slightly different type of runner who probably did the half marathon to the 5K. You know, a lot of people who will have gone and done the 5K are more of your fun runners, the sort of people who don't necessarily do long distances. Yeah. So actually for them, the characters were probably just as important as the running was. Whereas with the half marathon, you get a lot of people who didn't care about the characters, like Alan, who just literally ran. And then you've got more people <laughs> who, who yeah. did stop for oh, them I and absolutely, they yeah, I agree with movie. that. But
3: I think, but, like I say, I, I would have loved to have stopped for the characters. I saw yeah. Roger Rabbit, I would have loved to have stopped for him. But the key was... It would have taken me half an hour to get through that queue at least
2: we didn't stop for all of them i stopped for the characters that were kind of the rarer kind of type so we stopped for all the characters from up we didn't stop for robin hood because i've met robin hood before we stopped for the princesses because obviously you've got prince adam in there we we tried to stop for the sultan but that didn't happen so we did stop for a number of characters but not all of them particularly if the queue looked too big we kind of went on but we we stopped for captain america we stopped for spider-man nobody was queuing for spider-man when we got to spider-man he was stood there looking a little bit lost because he didn't have anybody to talk to Um, that was the
3: same in the parks later on because we met Spider Man like later on in the week
2: with like a 10 minute wait so that's that's the reason why martin nearly ran into him because nobody realized there was no queue (laughs) for him whatsoever he just stood there so we managed to get one with that as well which is pretty good okay that's enough about characters we've talked about them a lot so let's move on um Alan, have you got another one? Um, yes. It was it was
1: quite bad. The uh, the breakfast at the hotel at um, Sh- the hotel Shan. Yeah. For the the marathon day, this was okay. Um, we, we were told that the breakfast will be at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And because you, as part of the package deal, we had to stop for a few nights. We had breakfast the first night we got there, or well, the first morning, and it was croissants, of chocolates, fruit, cereal, yeah. ham and cheese. And we sort of were trying to work out what we are going to have the next day to sort of make it so that we could have quite a fast breakfast and, and get back out. And all that was there on the breakfast for us was a bowl of apples and a bowl of bananas. Oh, so wow. we, we moved down to the next table and there was a bowl of apples and a bowl of bananas. And the next table, a bowl of apples and a bowl of bananas. And me and Stephen walked the full length of the, the canteen area thinking, well, where's the croissants? And that there wasn't any. Now, that in itself isn't too bad. You know, at least they've given you something to eat. But yeah. I'm actually allergic to apples and bananas. Oh. Sort of give me a little bit too much energy, as in increase my heart rate. Oh,
2: okay. So
1: I, I avoid, out of all the fruits, those are the two fruit that I don't actually touch. Um, so I, I then went to try and get a bowl of cereal and... I just couldn't stomach it at that time in the morning.
2: Now it's interesting you say this because we had exactly the same issue with the with the hotel with Kiriad. Not that they didn't have breakfast, because breakfast was going to be full on and that was fine. Mm-hmm. But breakfast didn't start until five thirty. And Crazy. you had to be in your corral by six thirty. Right, so you want basically they want you to eat and be at the corral within an hour. And that's a little bit close to running a half marathon so we actually took breakfast yeah. with us for that particular morning because we'd already knew that this was going to be a particular issue um yeah so we didn't get any breakfast at the hotel on the on the morning of the half marathon either because they were serving breakfast too late if the breakfast had been half an hour 45 minutes earlier we'd have been absolutely fine but because they were trying to serve it within an hour of the corral there was yeah. nothing there, were, there was no use at all to anybody um so that was something really interesting it seems that it, that's a, a consensus across the whole parks then rather than just being a, yeah. a, a non-disney hotel can I link that in as well? I'm going to jump in on another one. I want to talk about transportation to and from the parks. Uh, this is one thing that nearly scuppered a huge amount of people at the Kyriad. So they'd played on special buses at certain times, specifically for those people who were running the half marathon on the Sunday. Uh, and this is the reason why we ended up being extremely late meeting you at the corral. So the signs out at the restaurant had said uh, that the bus enters the the hotel at 530 and 540. So we're like, right, 531, uh we're not gonna be it won't quite work, but the five forty, it's only ten minutes to the to the resort. We'll be there by ten to six and we'll be there ready to meet you guys at five to six. Turns out that the wording on the poster wasn't quite right. The wording on the poster what they actually meant was the bus will arrive between five thirty and five forty. Um not at 5.30 and 5.40 and they were kind of like no 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 there's going to be one bus and the next bus didn't arrive until 10 past six so again you take this into consideration they didn't start breakfast until 5.30 and the f- the first bus was at 5.30 which was the only one that was going to guarantee to definitely get you to the corral on time so there was no logical <laughs> whatsoever so everyone turned up for the 5.40 bus to be told oh no it left at 5.30 and all of a sudden we had loads of people hanging around for the 10 past six bus, not only for our hotel, but for the explorers, the dream castle, the bed and breakfast hotel, uh, all of these people were trying to cram onto one bus to get to the corral on time. We ended up being late into the corral. Thank goodness they didn't shut it off at 6.30. But It was that stress in the morning of going, what on earth is going to happen if we're there too late? We've paid all this money to come out here to do this half marathon, raised all this money for charity, and they turn around and tell us we can't come in because we're too late to get into the corral at 6.30. There was a real genuine yeah. fear from a lot of people that they were going to miss the corral. So transportation was a really big, bad thing for us. Um throughout the weekend to be honest it wasn't particularly regularly enough but on the half marathon morning it was particularly horrendous sorry i, to, I just want to throw that in because it, it linked with the with the yeah. breakfast one katie have you got any more
3: um yeah just a couple um one of the ones that i was talking to alan about and one of the ones that he said was just a bit of a logistical one at the very yeah. end of the race when you got your goodie bag they gave him loads of stuff before they gave him yeah. the bag. So yes. he had nowhere to put it. <laughs> this
0: in. is true. So they yeah. gave,
3: as soon as he crossed the line, they gave him a bottle of water. They gave him a milkshake. They gave him a banana, an apple, a cereal bar. And he was just kind of holding all this stuff. And then they gave oh. him a bag But before to that, put it all in.
2: Before that, you went, you had so, your finisher's photo. So you got to your finisher's yeah. photo. And you had to put everything yeah. down on the floor, have your finisher's yeah. photo, pick up the stuff that was yours, go over, then pick up your <laughs> bag and throw everything in. I was like, yeah, they haven't thought so, this through. Okay.
3: Complete farce. Yeah, that was it. It was, was a just silly. a logistical thing that if they gave you the bag first, you could put everything in the bag. Would have helped a lot.
2: A lot more. Uh, that actually kind of yeah. So that that does help if they'd done it that way around. Uh, Alan, if you got any more. Uh, yeah. Um. No, I'll I'll, I'll well,
1: the, the only thing that was a slight gripe was um, I was in one of the few unrefurbished rooms at the hotel Cheyenne. Oh Okay. But uh, you know that, that's just sod's sort of law. That's what I get.
2: Fair enough. I've got a few to add on to the end, and most of these are like little bitty tiny things. I have got one big one, but I'll leave that to the end. Um, The getting to Disneyland Paris from the airport was an absolute nightmare because our train was late. Uh, not a train, sorry. Our plane was delayed, which meant the final train we could have got for the 10-minute journey we missed by a good while. Luckily, we managed to bump into a few uh, girls. There was a group of four girls who were, decided they were getting a taxi from the airport to the resort. So we managed to bundle into a taxi with them, and it cost us like 15, 20 euros each in order to do it, rather than going in on the metro and coming out again. But I would have thought that maybe I know we have the the express shuttles that go between the the airport and the resort. That maybe they'd run slightly later for that particular weekend because of the number of people that might have been coming in later for the for the half marathon weekend. So that did mean we end up getting stuck and got in later than we wanted to. Um, Runner courtesy. Now this sounds a bit strange, but. Um, What we found is if people just finished the half marathon and there were people who were obviously clearly exhausted. And we're not talking about a lot of people who are clearly exhausted who were wandering through Disney Village to go back to their hotel, etc. One of the things you found is there was a lot of people who were going through, clearly hadn't run the half marathon, who were kind of like not being very courteous to the poor runners who were absolutely shattered, Um, who were struggling to walk, some of them. And you could see they were genuinely in pain or they were struggling. And there were people with mm-hmm. buggers and stuff who were like, I don't care, get out of my way. And that annoyed oh. me a little bit. Which, again, it's a tiny, tiny thing. But it was just something you just thought, oh, do you know what? I feel sorry for those poor people who are struggling a little bit. And they've got the woman with a four-year-old and a buggy who's quite clearly trying to get through. And they don't care whether or not you're struggling a little bit. So that was just a little bit of a thing. Uh, the other one I thought about was litter on the half mountain course. Whenever you got the food and you got the drink and all that sort of stuff. There were people, there were plenty of bins, and there were still people who felt the need to throw rubbish I was just on the about floor. to say that.
4: I was like, what do people do with the there bottles? Is there bins, bins? or loads
2: there enough? and loads of bins. And there were still people who felt the need to just throw stuff on the floor. See, I had the energy gel shots, and I could have quite easily ripped it off, finished it, and thrown it on the floor, and I didn't. I waited till I got a bin to throw it in. But there were people who just dumped stuff at the side of the road and stuff, which really annoyed me. But that's, again, not a Disneyland Paris thing. It's just a, that's a people being lazy and annoying me kind of thing, which is a completely different set yeah. altogether. Um Post-race congratulations. One of the things a lot of Americans have said is how everybody says "well done to you" and all that sort of stuff at the end, and everyone's like, "It's amazing, you've done a half marathon. well done, you." Blah 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 blah. Very little of that seemed to happen on the Sunday after you'd finished. I think. Oh, we, we found got...
3: the opposite of that. We've ha- we found loads of people Did you? That said so it. That's it. We
2: got one cast member. Yeah, who absolutely said, well done. tons. And that was it.
3: Oh no, every cast member we passed said well done well, that's to Alan. Really and I had my 5k medal on, so they were saying well done to me as well. And okay. we were saying it to everyone so
2: that we saw. maybe they just didn't like our faces, which is probably the case. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Okay, now this is... Oh, I was going to
4: ask that question.
2: This is a big one. Okay. The first five, first six or seven kilometres of the Disneyland Paris Half Marathon, I thought were brilliant. The rest of it, I was really disappointed with. Because this was billed as the Disneyland Paris Half Marathon, which did take in Val d'Europe, and that's absolutely fine. But you got a very Disney feel to the first six or seven k with all of the characters, the music, the cast members, all that sort of stuff. But the moment you left the resort, it just kind of fell flat. You'd had all this amazing stuff, right? You'd had all this amazing like characters and music and all that sort of stuff. And the next thing you saw after you left the resort was a group of policemen who were on a roundabout, they had the boot open of their car with music playing out of it, and they were all stood there with their dog. And you'd gone from this amazing disney to basically policemen with their iPod in the back of a car. And I felt as you... As, as beautiful as the french countryside was and, they, and for american people there were a lot of them stopping and taking photos because they'd never been in the french countryside i go on holiday mm. in france i go through a lot of the french countryside i go walking through the french countryside it was nothing new but it suddenly felt like the whole of the disney element just vanished completely disappeared and it just became a bog standard normal half marathon you had groups playing music every now and again but there was nothing Disney-ness to it at all You had your your kilometre marker signs, which you could stop and have photos with. But it wasn't until towards the end when you came back into the resort and you came to the hotels that you had an element of Disney. And to be honest, by the time we got back into the resorts and everything, it still felt very flat from the excitement we'd had for the first six or seven kilometres you kind of think got this kind of flat ending to it as well until you got to the finish line when all of a sudden it picked up and it was all very Disney again. And that kind of, one of the other, my last bad on there was was the race ending. As you came towards the race ending, you got all the way through Disney Village again, you had people cheering for you and it was great to see. And then suddenly you got taken up like this dirt track out the back <laughs> of nowhere. And you were like, you were running on this concrete that looked like it was laid before the dinosaurs and never been fixed. And then you were like, where's the finish line? Can't see the finish line. You went across a bridge and then the finish line kind of just appeared. And it was like a very yeah. unceremonious, there was nobody there to cheer you on, kind of finish to the half marathon. Oh. So so it was a little bit weird. Yeah. So It was a bit bittersweet because the first six or seven K was so good. And then it kind of lost its way towards the end. And I kind of hope that Disney are going to do something about that so that it becomes a Disney half marathon for the whole time, not just for the first six or seven kilometres.
4: Yeah. Because I think we was discussing the map, um, Adam. Like the character, like meet and greet started getting less as you started going out yeah. of like the Disney Village.
2: Yeah, and I kind of hoped there'd be more towards the end, and there wasn't really any there. And I don't know that's because we mm. were behind everybody else, Alan. You might have had a different experience to us. Yeah, there was tons. Like when I, because i ran
1: much faster than you, there was tons there.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, there was no, no, no. There was, there was, there was, there was,
1: <laughs> was next to nothing once you once you'd done the. The, the park section at the beginning there was next to nothing in terms of character interaction mm. um there was a little bit of entertainment um, with a couple of bands there was maybe about four or five bands um you ran past a section where two french people had parked up their Citroen cvs or whatever they're called two cvs yeah they were, yeah. were, were beeping their horns
2: yeah there was a no. stylish band there was some sort of panpipe group there was, there was a marching band. cheerleaders. There was cheerleaders going, Alan, Alan, as she went past. <laughs> um, yeah, it just felt, yeah, it was like, oh, the Disneyness has gone out of it a little but
1: bit. I'll, I'll say, Stephen Coulson, he he did mention, as, as one of the downs downward parts of it was the the last half a kilometer when you've you've gone through the village and you've you've gone into that derelict land, which is as the Adam was saying, a bit of concrete, and they had the. The 21 kilometer mile marker yeah and it was a guy who was spraying it on a shredded bin bag on a bit of scaffolding had it
2: not been finished
1: i think he was finishing it as we were doing the oh, race
2: interesting it was gone past but it looked yeah. like a shredded bin bag but what's really interesting as well if you look at the i did it t-shirts uh that you could buy um they've actually missed the 21 kilometer marker off the back of the t-shirts <laughs> the last one's twenty kilometres. There's no twenty-one on there. I was like,
3: where's the twenty-one? that because the finish line is that.
2: The finish line It's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well yeah, the finish line would be the twenty one.
2: No, because it's twenty one point one. So that you had twenty-one, then you had another point 0.1 kilometre. So actually on the back of the t-shirts, if you look, you've got kilometre twenty on there, but the marker for twenty one isn't actually on there. <laughs> Which made me chuckle. Um, but that's that's my biggest gripe. It was like that first beginning was so good and then it just kind of vanished and it's almost like now we've left Disney property, it's not our responsibility and we'll leave it to everybody else to sort themselves out, which I thought was really sad because I know if you do the Walt Disney World ones, you obviously get it all the way through all of the parks Um, and obviously with the 5k one, you got it for the entire race because you stayed on Disney property, but the half marathon, it felt it lost it. It's way a little bit. And and the thing is, I'd, I'd really like there to be Disney stuff all the way around. And I know that's a big ask from Disney, but at least interspersed with other bits and pieces. But then I think about, if I want that, I could do the 5K. But I think to myself, would I travel all the way to Disneyland Paris just to do a 5K? And the answer to that is, yeah. is probably not. So it will be interesting to see what the feedback is from people, from the surveys that were done, and whether or not it's going to have an impact.
1: Yeah, I would have liked to have seen at the kilometre marks, there would have been like a little podium style stage, you know, nothing massive, maybe six yeah. foot square with a character standing at the with top of the podium. There's
2: something you could stop and have photo with a character or something yeah. like that, I think would have made such a difference. Uh, i'm not expecting you know full-blown whatever they had but yeah just the idea of having some sort of character there even if they interchanged it with two different characters that came out and they had a tent there so they could short the characters over i think it'd just been nice to have had something like that some disney music as you went around there as well because again you had loads of music constantly as you went through the, the the resort section and then when you went out you ended up running two kilometers with mm. nothing oh um, well,
1: actually this is something I'll, I'll pick on there was a Running next to us, there was a lady who was a run Disney triathlete. Right. Now, I, did, I didn't know they did triathlons, but anyway. Oh, I didn't either. And she, on her top, she had sort of three pockets across the back. Yeah. And in the pouches at the back, she had some sort of Bluetooth speakers and she was just streaming live oh, well, Disney music all the way out. All the way around. So I ended up running with, with her for quite a bit. and. <laughs> It was just like constant Disney tunes coming out. It awesome. was, it was quite good.
2: But they, we shouldn't have to do that ourselves. That's the point. Um, yeah. You know, she's done
1: it before. You see. There
2: you go. But that's all my bads anyway. And that was, I wanted to leave my big one to the end. Um, don't, don't, hey. don't think that um, by any chance it, it meant that it was a really horrendous experience and it was terrible because that's not the case. I just think I think I'd have been a bit more motivated to keep going a bit more if I knew there was something else to sort of see especially and do you know what was really trick really difficult uh and was really difficult to keep motivating yourself that it was i think it was kilometer 12 you were entering into sort of the val d'europe kind of village and you knew Mm -hmm. i think it was or it was kilometer 11 and you knew coming back the other way the sign on the other side of the road said kilometer 16. And you knew you had five kilometres to go that way before you started coming back the other way where other people were <laughs> coming from. And you were like, oh man, that's a long way. Um, but that's by the by. Anyway, um, there are they're the bads. Right, so we got uglies. So um, Alan's already mentioned one of my uglies, which was this idea of the walls being everywhere. Um, and, you know, they're, they're there for a reason and I understand why. There's just a hell of a lot of them. And we were, we were joking, I think... Um, about how Disneyland Park had become the Hollywood studios of Disneyland Paris because there wasn't a lot that was open and there was a point yeah. where you would you would go into Frontierland and you would go on Phantom Manor, you would then walk all the way through Frontierland to the top um, and you'd keep going, you'd go up to Pirates of the Caribbean and that was basically the only two attractions on that side of the park uh, along yep. that whole way because obviously the, the riverboat was closed big thunder mountain was closed there was no show in the chaparral theater so you had those two on that side of the park and everything in between was just fences basically um so yeah the walls Indian, for me Indiana jones was closed it, yeah and it wasn't supposed to be i don't think was it not no
1: okay. it wasn't of the apps or the schedules oh, so it go. was um it was just an extra one for an added bonus bonus brilliant
2: so the walls was something i was gonna stick in my ugly but that's fine katie have you got another ugly
3: Um, i've only got one ugly and it's the thing that's always ugly for me about disneyland paris and it's smoking in the parks um and i actually didn't think it was as bad this time as it has been on previous trips but it still really winds me up that people can't use the smoking areas that are provided yeah um, we did see a few this time we did see a few cast members kind of telling people to put their cigarettes out and one of them was because I blatantly shamed the cast member into doing <laughs> it because I was like glaring at him Brilliant. and then like looking at this guy who was smoking next to me so to say like you know come on like I've obviously made it clear that he's smoking go and tell him Yeah. Yep. Um, and he did but I just I just think it's really rude of people to to smoke a, around the park and we saw things like at the tiana meet and greet there was a guy who was standing like in the entrance way yeah but actually in the exit of the tiana meet and greet smoking with his hand outside of the meet and greet as if that meant yeah. that he wasn't smoking inside of it and i was like that doesn't yeah. mean that you're not smoking inside of it and it's i just think it's really rude and i wish people didn't do it that's and it's, it's that's always on my list of negatives
2: smoking wise i didn't see any real issues this time I thought it was really. I saw really less. Good. I did see so less, but I saw
3: something. obviously I was there for a week, so I did yeah,
2: see. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's not, so, it's um, and it on just me uh, Alan, have you got any updates? Um,
1: well, I'll, I'll, I'll add on to the smoking bits. Um, in terms of just general smoking, there was there was somebody smoking in the queue for Krusha's coaster. Um, <gasps> there's like four people, four lines in together oh, yeah, outside. Yeah, and you couldn't help but get it all in in your face, and um, it is a pet peeve for me. But also, we, we smelt that people were smoking more than just tobacco-related products. Oh. Yeah, oh, and quite, that. That. it was quite blatant as well when, when you sort of smelt it, and know, you thought, so. well, how are they getting away with this? But then again, it seemed to be quite lax on the whole smoking situation anyway, yeah. so...
2: Okay, I yeah. only have one oh. ugly. Um and this again is not uh it's not a Disney Disney's fault, but it's running etiquette, right? Obviously there was a lot of people running the half marathon. There were 11,000 people. And there were two sets of groups who were running with what was kind of a runner disabled wheelchair. So mm-hmm. there were there were uh two on the front, two on the back. And obviously uh, disabled, I think it was both were children in the middle and they were running it with this particular child, obviously for charity, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. There were one group who were brilliant. They had a runner out the front and what they were doing was they were shouting people uh, to, to clear the way so they could come through. And people were quite happily moving out of the way. Now it was the second group. The first group that we had through, and this is where the running etiquette comes in, and it annoyed me and irritated a lot of other people, that they were running through and rather than asking people to move, there was a woman and the bloke on the other side, were just pushing people out of the way so the first i knew about it i got shoved in the back by this woman to get moving out of the way because they were coming through uh there were a couple there was a chinese couple who were running near me who got shoved so hard he shoved into her and they ended up falling over out the back of discovery land and ended up off the track after course, on. and they had to get back up and come back on again. So it's this kind of running etiquette was a, that irritated me a little bit. That there were some people who quite clearly decided they were going to do whatever they wanted to do, and and that for me, you know, there are ways of doing it and ways of not doing it. And running up to people and literally shoving them out of the way was not the way to do it, and it really irritated me. Mm.
0: So
2: that thinking was
4: it's look. your fault that you're in the way.
2: Yeah. So that really irritated mm. me. Mm. Yeah.
1: Um, I, will, I will say there was some running etiquette things that I didn't even know that um, sort of impressed me a bit that there was a way of doing this and I don't know if you ever spotted this but when people were running if they wanted to stop some people were putting their hands up in the air almost like oh. a flat hand was sort of saying I'm about to stop and uh, oh. we noticed quite a lot of people doing that and a lot of the people were sort of running for five minutes walking for X amount of minutes Yeah, you'd hear their alarm go beep 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 the hand would go yeah. up and then start walking. There's there
2: were a few that I thought oh. their microwaves were going off. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody brought some sort of ready meal with them, wasn't it? It was just beeping everywhere. Um, so that was that's yeah. my only ugly, really. And, and we have a personal achievement, which was by the time we got towards the end, there was a couple called Shane and Stephanie, right? They were in matching... I've no idea these people are. I didn't talk to them for the entire race. They were in matching yellow T-shirts. And for the entire 21 kilometers, we were basically kind of uh, overtaking each other. So they'd Mm -hmm. overtake us and then we'd overtake them, and they'd overtake us. And I just turned around with the last two kilometers to go and I said, I do not care what time we cross this finish line. I do not care if we crawl across the finish line. The only thing I care about now is that we beat shane and stephanie right so <laughs> we got to disney village right there uh, they no sorry lake disney and we put a bit of a spurt on to get in front of shane and stephanie and then we slowed down a little bit and we saw shane and stephanie approaching so we put another little bit of spurt on and eventually we thrashed shane and stephanie so i'm quite <laughs> happy uh <laughs> we left them behind we left them standing in the end we we'd got our bag with all of our goodies in it by the end and they were just trying to wrestle with a banana three bottles of water and a medal um so Yeah, that was a personal achievement for me. But genuinely, um, it was such a good weekend. Such a good weekend. I loved it.
3: It was brilliant. I loved
1: it.
2: And just in case uh, people are interested with regards to what we we raised for Cordwell Children, over on our running team, what we did is we asked, because not everybody did it with our Just Giving page. There was a few that did, and there were some others that set up their own Just Giving page for, for cordwell children as well and i asked people to give us a rough estimate of what it is that they've uh they've raised and from what we can work out between the lot of us we've raised just over a thousand pound for cordwell children by doing the 5k and the half marathon oh wow so a massive thank Excellent. you to everybody who, who kind of contributed towards that but it does mean by us putting ourselves through torture um that cordwell children are over a thousand pounds better off so uh so that's great news if nothing else
3: that is absolutely amazing there we go it's the training next weekend so i can be sure to tell everyone there
2: yeah share with everybody that we managed to raise yeah where's that much money so i'm sure they'll all be delighted when you look at kind of the work that went into it and how much how much training and everything you know to have raised over a thousand pounds is uh is a really great achievement from everybody so yep. so well done to everyone and thank you very much to everybody for that. Yeah great. well done
3: everyone.
1: Mm. I, I also that. think that um, what everyone needs to bring out of this is that a lot of us wouldn't have been runners or involved in any sort of activity like yep. this if it wasn't for this Disney,
2: run Disney event. Exactly. So the question is then this is the big question. Katie next year running yes or no?
3: The 5k yeah.
2: Alan yes or no? I'm. Um,
1: so on the fence at the moment I would say yes instantly because it was a great experience but the only thing that's stopping me is that I
2: don't know what the costs will be yet yeah fair enough Susan yes or no
4: well definitely for the 5k I've, I, I'm, you guys are really pushing me to do it I would love to do it
2: I think I'm in for the half marathon again ooh um, and I think that uh, next year it will be different because obviously it won't be the first one. It'll be a new one. There is uh, the email that went round or the, the survey that went round has mentioned all sorts of different things, including a 25th anniversary themed uh, half marathon, which would be great. They've also, interestingly, brought up a few other suggestions about what Disney could do. Would we be interested in a 10K? Possibility Possibly a 10 miler. There was a possibility of a full marathon. A night race and one I got very excited about, an obstacle course race. Yes. <laughs> so if Disney did, uh, Disney did an obstacle course race, I'd be, I'd, I'd be amazing. Anyway, um, so I think what I would safely, what 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 this safely means is the Disney Brit Running Team 2016 Facebook page now needs to be changed to the Disney Brit Running Team 2017 Facebook. Page. <laughs> um so people can join and leave as they wish and i'm kind of half tempted you know to see if we can get the running team together to do something before uh the half marathon maybe get everyone together to do some sort of obstacle course race or something like that which i think would be a bit of a chuckle because we've done those in the past and they might be something a little bit different to do but anyway thank you for joining me so thank you katie
4: thanks
2: thank you susan
4: Thank you very much, and
2: thank you to our wonderful special guest Alan, who's obviously going to come back on the show now every single week.
1: Yeah, I would, I would say yes, no problem anytime, but yes, no problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's literally all I'm getting yes no problem okay well that is the end of what's supposed to be a bite size which is an hour and 40 minutes long um so what i want to say is a massive thank you as obviously to everybody who's joined us you can if you want to having heard uh, everything that we've talked about to do with the uh, disneyland paris half marathon you can still sponsor us if you go to justgiving.com uh forward slash disney brit running team you can go over there and you can still sponsor us if you'd like to that would be greatly appreciated now we've been through the hell i've uh, been through the wonderful exciting brilliantness of it all um, if you are interested in doing the half marathon or the 5k next year Disney have said that the half the, the the marathon weekend is going to be the 21st to the 24th of September next year so it's a it's about a week earlier give or take a few days than it was this year so uh, if you are thinking about doing it then that's when it's going to be if you want to join the running team you go to facebook.com forward slash uh, groups forward slash disney brit running team you can join us there don't forget you can follow us over on twitter at disney brit you can also go to our website disneybrit.com you can find all the past episodes that we've got over there as well and uh we'll stop talking about running for a little while maybe we'll see uh but at least for the next couple of weeks we're going to stop talking about running because we've done it and uh what we will do is uh, at the point when all of the run disney photo pass stuff is all up then we'll post some of the photos uh of uh, of us doing the half marathon and stuff over on the disney brit page as well but uh we'll be back in two weeks when we'll have a disney brit episode which will probably end up being short than the bite-sized episode has actually ended up being but uh, thank you once again for joining us. Uh, thank you to anybody who sponsored us and supported us with everything we did with the half marathon. But uh, we'll see you in two weeks' time. Until then, we'll see ya.